0: Today is July 3rd. The Yankees win a series against the Guardians, winning both games of a doubleheader and losing the final game. They also lost one game to the Astros. Before that, I think we're recapping everything. Happy 4th. Let's talk Yanks. Song. Song.
1: Talking Yanks is a jam, boy. and jake
0: well the song will be playing for those listening in the podcast app i guess but for those listening live on youtube or for or you're just tuning in later on youtube no song as it's uh you know just a casual fourth of july weekend episode i forgot to pack my microphone that was bummer i went to set everything up couldn't find it i have like the roadcaster to plug it in and the cord and every part besides the actual microphone. So my bad if my audio's not as great today. Young Jake, how are you?
1: No music cuz we are pissed, man. This team is a disaster. Uh the Guardians, are you kidding me? Uh no, no, just we didn't have the music. I'm good, man. Happy uh happy 3rd of July to you lads. Um
0: I'm not as great.
1: Oh, and yeah, basically, I don't know. We get the same Yankees loss that we've gotten for the last three months. Now, the Yankees are ready to win the game in the ninth, but they choose not to. And yeah, I mean, we all of us have forgot about the Houston game. So we'll touch on that a little bit. But I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. We, we talked a few episodes back that. Like, were we going to run into the same conversations? I made some jokes like the Yankees are just winning so much. Is it going to be boring? You know, we are actually in it. It's July now and shortstop corner outfield (laughs) are, are the topics uh, are the topics of discussion. And, you know, there are some good stuff that we have to cover series to series, a a sneaky, big bounce back start for Nestor. Uh, The boys go off the first guardians game, Matt Carpenter. Who are you? So Excited to get into it. How how are you lads doing? I'm good. I, uh,
0: I'm really good. I yesterday and then first half of the day, like I'm watching the Yankees, tweeting about them every now and then. But I uh, have detached as much as I like possibly can. So uh, that's fun, man. And uh, we did a little parade today for the fourth. Never done mm. that before. Been in this town for 4th of July, so many years. And I was like, why have I never done the boardwalk parade? And they're like, well, cause for kids that's at 9 AM. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, makes sense. So I did that. Um, watched the Yankees with my dad. So what was the highlight of the parade? What was the highlight of the parade? I mean, it's an honest highlight. My, the video I posted on Instagram of my nephew Ike Holding my son James is one of the cuter videos I've I've taken of the two. He's like his protector.
1: Absolutely delightful. I'm not talking heartstrings at all. I'm talking like weird Fourth of July, like a guy covered in beads or something. Oh uh, no, yeah.
0: a girl got lost and we helped her find her dad. And okay. Girl, and uh, I guess I guess he like cried when he saw her. So he was scared. So that's cool. Okay, still kind of heartstrings. Still yeah. kind of
1: heart Was going funky lady with beads, but I like where we landed.
0: No, the problem with the parade is that there was no spectators. It was only walkers. So it was kind of just like everyone was just walking. I a said it's limited. It was, it, was, it was a march. It was a march, was a march. Okay. Was a march of okay. children. Uh,
2: so that's that. Nice, Doc. BBD, how's your fourth going? BBD? Good weekend so far. I was at the Nats game yesterday. I was doing the watch on the phone game, got Miggy Rowe a hit. All good here. Nice. Nice. Okay. Met a let's Talking get Yanks him. fan today. You did? I
0: met, yeah, yeah. Well, I met a shout an early out AJ.
2: Adrian.
0: I met an early patron subscriber on the boardwalk, and that was cool.
1: I, got, I I went to yoga today for the first time in a while, and walking there, a guy across the street just yelled, "Jake!" So I didn't catch their name.
0: Well, was, it might have was he talking to you, or maybe like his dog was like.
1: Could have been a dog. Could have been yeah. a dog. They waved. Oh, okay. So, all right. Shout uh, out to all those people.
0: Let's get into it. I we did kind of forget that like this Astros game. We were going to wrap into this. I mean, it is, it is the holiday weekend. So I I hope we don't get caught up doing four games and we're here for an hour and a half to two hours. We will will try to be a bridge and short here. There's some fun conversations to have. So
1: I'm excited. You want to talk about your pubes or your eyeballs?
0: Eyeballs, man. I don't, I didn't bring my pair of shady rays down here and I have two of them. I actually don't know where they are between the warehouse, my car, my mom's car I was driving for a little bit. Mine was in repair and I can't find mine. So I, I guess I can get them repaired because that's part of their great deal As if you lose them, they will repair. them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll we'll, we'll hit them up. Shady rays. They have their loss and broken replacement guarantee. Like James just mentioned, he's going to have to do that. Uh, and shady rays. They're giving you a real deal. I recently started wearing the aviators. Just to start calling me cool. Jake. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think she's trying to chop me down a little bit, but I do look good in them. Shadyrays.com. And if you use code Yanks, you get 50% off two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Uh Shadyrays is the best part of what they're doing. Uh, They also provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They donated over $20 million, 20 million meals today. Excuse me. Um, So, Hey, Get some sunglasses. Summer's here. Jimmy's missing his on the shore. BBD's at Nats games. I'm in the streets. Uh, you're going to wear some sunglasses. You might as well get them with Shady Rays because you get 50% off. And if you lose them or break them, they'll replace them. So ShadyRays.com. Use code Yanks. 50% off. Two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Mm-hmm. Let's
0: burn this game in Houston,
1: burn, 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 Jakey, burn. Have you ever seen a sevy with the butterfly dose? Sevy with the butterfly does. Oh, stunting is a habit. We're down in H-town, Space City, Funk Spitty City, where the drop top city where the the cheated a little bit, and we're playing Luis Garcia as the Astros are trying to rock the baby to sleep in this one game set. In Houston, bottom three, my salsa. Alex Bregman with the two-run double off the Crawford box. That would be all. Luis Severino would give up six innings, two earned runs, four Ks in the six. HR to the Rizzo. Put your damn hands up. Cuts the lead in half. It is two to one. Unfortunately, that would be your final. Another Houston Yankees game. Tight all the way through. Yanks can't push one across late. And Houston sweeps the Yankees. It's panic time in the Bronx.
0: This does count as a series sweep, which is yeah. bullshit. Uh, I, I wish I would add it on to the doubleheader. But, uh, hey, Savvy pitched well. Uh, this, uh, this whole series, actually, the, the starting pitching carried him again. And uh, the bats were in the two losses, the the reasons for the loss, um, but Seve pitched well, that weird Tucker play was odd and Rizzo hits the home run. His season's crazy. Like that home run officially put that home run. And then the one game one versus Cleveland's we'll get to next, put like Rizzo's season into like, a like watch basically like, uh, oh, crunch the numbers here.
1: 21 homers, I think if you told Yankee fans Rizzo hits 21 homers this year, I think we'd counter back and be like, well, if he hits like 275, that's that's, that's a nice little year from Riz. Uh, this was still in June when that happened. So uh, what he's doing is pretty crazy. I, uh, for all you batting average snobs, yeah, it's a little lower than you expect from Rizzo, but the 502 slugging is a little higher. So, um, yeah, that, you know, and against the Astros, I know, you know, It kind of means a little more knowing that uh, if we go to Houston, Rizzo, Rizzo, scene one, leave the park there. And yeah, I mean, just uh, just tough. Uh, Houston can pitch, man, Garcia. And, you know, more importantly, their bullpen, who has been really good. But there's a few guys down there the Yankees have had success against. Uh, They hold up, uh, especially Presley. You know, Presley's the one we've really had his number. He has a nice outing there to end it. So uh, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's one of those things you end up itching and drooling because, A, you're half excited to get out of Houston because you're like, OK, one game set. What are we doing? And then there's another part of you that's like, let's play three more, man, because it, it's it's just a different brand of baseball than literally every other team we're going to play this year. It is. And I was like, you see it with the Indians were.
0: Hey, the Indians are tied for first. Indians fans were talking about adding pieces to this young core and making a postseason run because they can win the division. Like that's what guardians, guardians, guardians. We're talking about that. And then you see them and not that they're not young and fun and have talent and sticks was awesome, but they're making errors like crazy. (laughs) It's got a bad brand of baseball uh, and they're atop their division. So I do think the Yankees and the Astros are just on a different level. And I do think it's good, man. It's not like, you can spin it. They're in those games against the Astros. Like that's why I was getting frustrated when now the Astros, when like, we dominated you, I'm like, you won three, we won two. And they were all close games.
1: Uh, yeah. And I, I they, know you've been I, on this a, a little bit, but the, the trade deadline this year, which is we sneak closer to, I'm sure maybe mid, <laughs> our midweek episodes might go that, that way a little bit, uh, man, it, it's where are both of these teams going to increase on the margins? Uh, you know, Houston, or outsiders of Houston. You point at the outfield or center field, uh, the catching position. I I don't think they'd touch Maldonado. I think they love him. Well, they just called
0: up. They just, they just called up their prospect. I believe a catcher. Yeah. I thought the Astros just called up a catching prospect or they're about to, but they're, Um,
1: yeah, let me, let me know on that.
2: Oh,
1: Corey Lee eats bugs. Um, that yeah, and I uh, you know we we were jokingly we ended up down a Zach Grinky wormhole later. So where where are they going to add come the deadline, and uh, where where are the Yankees going to add slash tweak that you know the next time it's a it's a real Houston New York series is um, you know is Aaron Hicks involved? Is Miguel Andujar involved? Like who, uh, who who's the shortstop? Um, so yeah, that that's that's kind of the fun part at this point. Uh, we'll do that weird double dip with them right after the All Star game, right?
0: Yeah, um, also, and then, are we, in then Houston. are we
1: done? Yeah,
0: that's wild. I, yeah. I do, I, I don't feel, I mean, if there's any Astros fans listening, which they always kind of do just to get mad, I mean. Uh, the ALCS goes through Houston until it doesn't. I'm not going to like sit here and lie to you about that. They've, they were bad in 2020 and it still went through Houston. They are good in the postseason. They've been there every year. How many years in a row has the ALCS been uh, gone to Houston? Five. This would be six. You know, the Yankees are the World Series. Plan on it. I'm not saying like it's a guarantee. If they lose early, cool. Awesome. But plan on it. Uh, plan on having to go seven games against those guys. And right now I do think the Yankees like line up and the Yankees have some soft spots. And I would re- uh in batting, and I really, really would like them to make some offensive improvements.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, at the end of the day, it ends up being pretty simple. Uh, Houston's whole pitching staff ha- has been there, done that. Christian Javier, who no hit us, his next start uh was just as good. Verlander, uh, I don't have to tell you if you're listening to this, Framber. Um, and, and the top six in that lineup on a given day are, are going to be better than any other team in baseball. So, and like you said, you know, even the little things you end up missing, like they're such a strong team defensively. Uh, oh, yeah. Pena, Pena uh, wasn't there, and I don't think Jordan was there. So, like, they, they are stacked, and so are the Yankees. So, yeah, it, I'm, I've said it on here before, I said it on talking baseball. Um, you know, normally I'm a I'm a purist of sports that it's like, well, you know, if Houston runs into the Blue Jays and they're hot, I'm not even doing that shit. Like these two teams are in such a different world. Like it's the Yankees, Houston.
0: And and in this game, uh, I know the Astros won and all that and the Yankees can't hit. The Yankees pitching has done well against Houston. They yeah. held them to them them three hits. Yeah. So. But. I'm not like cocky or confident against them, and I don't think anyone should be. We've seen that story play out a ton. I wonder what the starting pitching ERA is against the Astros now. Something I could probably find, but maybe if there's a way for you to find that, I'm interested. Even even if you just read me the three game lines.
2: Which set are you looking for?
0: Just the Yankees starters versus Houston. I feel like they're all good, right? I might be blanking. Like Cole pitched well
1: in the no-hit game. Right. No, I mean, they've they've all been great games. I might have one cheat code way to get there. Oh, God, I might have blown it.
0: (laughs) I mean, Fangraph's split page probably could do that, but their split page kind of like gives me an aneurysm.
2: Pitching. Pitching splits. Nes-
1: I've got a chance.
2: Nestor, five innings, three earned. Uh, game two, Garrett Cole, seven innings, one earned. Game three, Severino, six innings, three earned. The last game, Jamo. That was when he got kind of lit up. Five point two, six earned.
0: And then, and then, Seve six two. Yep. Okay. So Jamo, fall in line,
1: dog. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet if if Jakey Butterknife want to get involved. Uh, on the year against Houston, um, 45 innings of 3-4 ERA. So that's against a really good offense, and Tyone was really the only guy that got
2: jacked up. So, um, I read those games in the backwards order. I'm aware of it, Chad. Oh, okay. Huge. Let's move on.
0: Let's move on to game number one of the doubleheader. And Jakey will burn it and the music will be added in post. Maybe, mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a bunch of stuff to do it too. Ba-da-da-da. Burn, Jakey, burn. Oh, wait, come, ah. out Jake, come out Jake, come out Jake, come out Jake. Stand started in left field. That was a thing for a lot of people. Left field yes. in Houston is basically right field in the Bronx. It's the easier outfield to play, the less running. Uh, I saw a lot of people re- respond to the lineup on Twitter and stuff like, whoa, standing left, whoa. And I'm like,
1: well, don't expect it other places.
2: So yeah, but we cool to see I, that it's I, not a no left field for left field sake.
1: It was good to see him play out there. A Houston back to my collision course thing. It seems like that's going to happen. And then three, I guess, to look out going forward is Fenway Park. Same, same shit, just a different day. And we go there in about a week. Yeah. Um. People also probably met. We didn't talk about the Kyle Tucker thing more. I kind of didn't hate it on both ends. Booney with a hilarious post game uh, because they what were trying to. Say- they were trying they were trying to egg him on because some people thought it was uh Bush league. Uh I, I don't know. I thought Sevy should have called time. He yeah, did
0: I, I saw that our account tweeted that. I didn't really yeah. mind that they tweeted it, but because some people do think it. I didn't I didn't at any point until I read the talk in Yang Street that called it Bush League, think it w- it was in any sense Bush league. Like obviously
1: go. No. He's not paying attention. Yeah. No, and that's uh the, the funny, he got thrown out and it ended up killing what was their only rally. So yeah. they asked Boone, like, did I think they were trying to set him up? Like, do you think that was a Bush league or had he play? And Boone just turned his head and he put that smile on. It's like, hey, is it a bad play. He's out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah,
2: that's that's sad.
1: They
0: go to Cleveland to play the Guardians.
2: Bow,
1: bow,
0: bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow.
1: Ah, want to rock and roll. Oh, as the Yankees head to Cleveland to face the Guardians for three, we were rained out on Friday. Dad got drunk. So let's play two. Naylor, I barely know her. Josh, it's a home run. And a home run makes a fine meal. Fran Meal, they go back to back. A lot of meat there. But the Yankees would score the next 10. DJ 26 leaves the yard on his chopper and Duhar. RBI single, Hixie and Torres get in on the phone. Who but WB Carpenter? Heartbeat Trevino gets in the mix. Guardians are so scared they call the cops. That's a 10-4 after they push a couple across. But Carpenter nails another. Viva Cuervo for Jose. Cole to Chapman. Yikes. To Paison Ron, to Licky to Weber. Yanks take game one 13 to four final. Take that,
0: Kirk McCarty.
1: Get called up for the game. Here you go, kid. A nice, a nice, good,
0: big game, Jake. And you know what, for like game one of the. Double header. I like that they went with a better lineup first. Actually, I don't mind how they handled the double header lineups on on uh, both sides here. Uh, I tweeted this. I don't know if I want to save it to awards. I got into a old school, like just back and forth on Twitter. So you
1: get in some weeds, dude. That's. I
0: mean, it's one of those times where it's like um, I fundamentally don't understand. How people can disagree with what I'm saying situations, not out of like a cocky or arrogant way, or like I'm not trying to be a douche. Like I when they call up Banduhar, he right. plays left field and bats fifth. When Gallo plays, he plays, you know, right field because he can't play left field. We have four right fielders that can play it there, and bats ninth and is a platoon. So like when there, if Andujar and Gallo were both on the team, Andujar plays over him per the Yankees decision making. Like if it wasn't roster construct, Andujar would be playing. We saw it for a ten game stretch. I just don't like what's the harm in playing Andujar over Gallo until the deadline? It, because of the side of everyone that was arguing with me agrees we need to trade for an outfielder, which I'm like yeah everyone in the world agrees we need to trade for the outfielder. There's articles written about it. The Yankees are saying that. What's the harm, if so? If that means we're bailing on Gallo, so what's the harm in testing out Andujar for three weeks and trying something different? Yeah, and but they're like is horrible. I'm like, so is Gallo. Gallo's the worst Yankee we've ever seen. Anyone that was that is less than 120 years old is the worst Yankee over 200 plate appearances we've ever seen. I did all the I did all the number crunching today.
1: Like, what's the harm? Um yeah I mean there and there's there's layers to that right like if you know uh, even if it's just a display for Anduhar, if he's not the answer and and you could you could spin that to play in both games of the doubleheader uh we know the Yankees especially resting judge today going into the 4th of July to to try to get the double rest and we've seen the Yankees in the past if they call a guy up they're going to use them uh yeah I mean it, again there's not really much of a counter to what you're saying it's it's just more so of the um you know, it, Gallo's defense has been good lately, and that's about it. That's that's all you can say for him in a complimentary way. At a position um, of zero need. Right. Um, and, you know, Andujar, it, again, it, it's almost not a Gallo conversation. Um, I mean, it, JoJo, it, he had a basically a, you know, you can have a bad start in baseball. A lot of players have and will. Uh, he ran into a month long tryout and he hit instantly hit an 0 for 24 skid. So um, I, I don't know how the Yankees are going to handle that. I know we've talked about that um, ad nauseum. I, I guess the question just becomes what is it for Anduhar? Because uh, the Yankees think he can hit. Um, The question is can he play defense well enough? Which we don't know. Um, he's looked better. I don't know, but we know he, they'll put him in left field and they won't put Gallo in left field. Yeah, he ended up there today, um, but so did Glaber in short. Um, that, yeah, I, I just, I don't know where they are at with Andujar because, and we're going to find out come the trade deadline and maybe the next couple weeks, is do they think Andujar is a potential solution? Do they think between... Hicks, Andujar, potentially Gallo, that they have their outfielder. I don't know. I don't think I don't, so. I don't,
0: I don't I hope they don't think so. Not in a year where we have to go for it. I don't, well, I don't what think it, they do.
1: If if Anduhar got run and he he looks good at the plate like he did and he looks average defensively, do you think they could end up in a place where Andujar starts game, Hicks finishes as a defensive replacement? Like, do you think that could be? No. Okay. No. And that's where I
0: think people are getting confused. Like, I don't want that. But so that's why I'm saying. In every tweet I said and told the deadline, we're punting on Gallo. That's written in stone. So try something new. You're not going to get anything. And then there's, honestly, I'm to the point where if Gallo wasn't a white dude with an Italian last name, I think he gets treated a bajillion percent different. And I'm getting very fed up with that aspect of it because, like, he's the worst Yankee we've seen in pinstripes the only two guys that have had more plate appearances to start a season and less hits are red kleinow from 1908 and mont beville from 1903 like historically the worst start to a season the most run a guy has ever gotten and i still have people replying to me like wolf well, gale gets into a couple I'm like you know what jorge soler got traded for last year 129th pick single a reliever And Jorge Soler went off for two weeks before the deadline hit seven home runs. So you're saying if Gallo goes off, if huge, if, because he won't change his approach, he's stated that you're talking about a single, a reliever. That's the worth of the return that you want to just keep running him out there for people are delusional or, or just really like Italians.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean the, the other the other side of that would be whoever in the Yankees front office. And we know some of them have to be invested in it. Although we've, we've heard definitely not all of them, uh, is that exactly what you just said kind of hurts against them, that they'll, they'll keep running the hammer into the ground for the next couple of weeks um, because nothing will change. And the biggest thing between Jorge Soler and him was Jorge Soler was on a Kansas city Royals team that uh, was losing games and out of it while these Yankees are on a historic winning pace. So that's, that's a Joey Gallo. You're right with the Italian stuff. I mean, it's a little bizarre. I do think it's under the, uh, Jake Storielli's rule of winning cures everything that if this team was around 500, like he would have been tarred and feathered, uh, in the middle of times square by now. But right now people are still compartmentalizing him in a, like, could you imagine if he did what he used to do? Um, and that's, I, I'm with you, man. It, it seems like we're we're far past that.
2: A point of frustration on on Gallo and the lack of changing approach to e- even if in the past he didn't like overall change an approach. Like last year, he led baseball in bunt hits with seven. I, th- I think he has one bunt attempt this year. I'm not saying he even has to swing different, but bunt once I in a while, people, you're doing I had, nothing. I had people
0: nothing. I had people telling me that if you know when the shift's gone. So then I went and looked at a spray chart of hard hit balls that were like outs. And like, it's like, it's like seven hits. And I was crunching the numbers and I'm like, nah, like, no.
2: Still strikes out a lot.
1: New York City isn't for everyone. I think that's, I think that's your safest thing to put your hat on. It was cool to see Andy Hart
0: come through in, in game one here with two outs with runners on. I know it was his only hit. He did have a couple more hard hit balls. And again, I am not pining for Anduhar because I think Anduhar is the answer.
1: I'm pining for someone else
0: besides Gallo.
1: I guess I guess that's where Florio, again, people be-
0: are counting with Florio. Sure. Fuck it. it. We're winning. There's no right. There's no need to not try things out.
1: I guess that's where that's where I keep putting myself in a blender because you know we're we are like kind of real media now. Hilarious um but sometimes we forget like what's going on actually in the walls like the yankees sure they probably think they they're going to be looking for values and deals at the deadline as they do every year it's part of their job okay jake linkedin um inside the walls of the yankees they're saying we've put together one of the best baseball teams ever assembled so that's where for the outfield i start spinning myself in circles between hicks and uhar Gallo. I mean, if you get a Floreal in there, the shortstop position, our other topic, um, you know, IKF had looked better defensively and then he, he had a a little slip up again and Peraza starting to go at AAA and there's not really shortstop options out there. So I don't know. I I mean, still what honestly has made the most sense from the start would be, uh, you find an outfielder because nothing is guaranteed. Um, like right now, if the playoffs were tomorrow, I'd probably say <laughs> throw Papa do out there and you have Hicks for the defensive replacement. Um, and you're right. Like that's <laughs> nothing's guaranteed there, uh, at all. So uh, that's, that's what said, I don't
0: know. Someone just said like in the chat, like Gallo's is better than Andrew hard though. LOL. And it's like, no, he's not Gallo's not better. 2022 Gallo isn't better than anyone and what's happening. That's where I'm getting so twisted up into like a place of just like, am I on the Truman show when these people say these things? Right.
1: I don't think you are.
0: I don't know. It's crazy how many Gallo defenders there are there.
1: Point 0.1 war this year for Gallo.
0: I wish he was awesome. Dude, he's a good guy. He's funny. He's like likable. I just don't think New York's the spot for him in pinstripes. His performance has not been great.
2: No one will be surprised if he More good. goes somewhere More else perfect. next and, and becomes good again. But Yankees won this Gray. game.
1: If you like Gallo and you didn't like Sonny Gray, then whoa, like that's the person I want to talk to. <laughs> if you're Team Gallo but you didn't like Sonny, then you're just – you have the Italian flag tattooed on your body. And I was going to do
0: a whole award about comparing him to players you've hated, like right. Chris Carter, Chris Stewart, all these guys. Cause we've literally never seen a worse stretch, but I've never seen someone have so many defenders.
1: Yeah. Yanks right. blow them out Cole. And so this actually ties in a little bit Cole. Uh, and I saw you, this is when I saw you starting to get in the weeds and I was like, all right, 4th of July job. Uh, so people were calling out Cole and he's been looking lights out. Yeah. Uh, and then luckily the, the young party Yankee Twitter, they had a couple good, uh, or what do they call them? Memes, uh, where they were, <laughs> they were showing, uh, just the comparison if, if Garrett Cole has a good start compared to somebody else. And it's, yeah, we he's on a different scale, which is partially fair. But Garrett Cole is also really, really good. Yeah, I might have an
0: award for him later. So, like,
1: ooh, zip it. Mole,
0: mole, mole. And
1: what was the other? Uh, I'll, I'll say it. there was a tweet out there. It, someone who tweets at us a lot. And, you know, this is a podcast. But they were like, uh, Miguel Andujar feels how Clint Frazier used to feel. Uh
0: yeah i mean that's was that like logic yankees it's a guy that tweets at us a lot um it was and um i'll say it because it's it's true Except, right uh that was matt's diamond and you are getting shafted the way clint thought he was yeah and that is like he deserves a shot now that doesn't mean because everyone's like you think he'll be good and it's like no i just think he deserves a shot he's crushing triple and we have someone being bad in mlb so like he deserves a shot um and if due to clint Fraser on baseball reference now is jackson Fraser, yeah oh
2: change went through yeah it's wild because
0: awesome. um the the only stretch like comparable to gallo is clint uh, in 2021 with you if you drop it to like 200 games with like the least amount of production it's like that and another guy who couldn't play left and 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 his his defenders
2: were like we'll put him in right (laughs) funny game two game two Uh, shakey Two pitchers
1: displaying how the letter C can be pronounced. Cortez versus Savali. I forget the Savali's family sell the cannolis off a of third. Bottom one. Oh, 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 oh. Ahmed Rosario. Solo home run. One nothing. Guards top four. Oh, back to back. Oh, belly to belly. You just rizzed in your pants, my G. Tony Meatballs and Giancarlo make it two one Yanks it'd stay that way into the seventh. big start by Nestor six innings pitch one and run six K's then playing at progressive field. The Yankees get their insurance runs. JD brings a nice mist of rain with an RBI double IKF RBI and a Higgy sack fly. It's six to one Yanks Nestor to King to Wandy to clay. Yankees take game two in Cleveland. The Yanks are good.
0: They go down early. And that's uh just Nestor prodding them. Another, another comeback. And I, I did error quotes because I don't know. It's not really a comeback. Right. They should probably
1: change. I understand it. They were losing and they came back, but it's first thing. Um it's a little, it was a little clench, but Nestor gives up a homer to the second hitter of the game, and you're like, all right, balls ball was kind of flying out uh that series, and then Nestor locked it in. Uh, awesome to see. And yeah, I, you know, come back, uh, you know, once, once the Yankees are back up two to one, I, I mean, the book, the rest is still unwritten. Natasha it's,
0: Bennett. uh, it's nice that Nestor, cause you're like, ah, oh, crap. The rotation had two times, not great through. I think what it was a five VRA for the main five guys, two times through Cole was the only one dealing. And then you're like, ah, oh, shit, dude, like Nestor, if you have a bad one here, like it really starts like, I don't know. We start looking, poking. Like just a little bit, um, and then he goes six innings, pitch three hits, one earned. So it's
1: like, ah, right, never mind. Sorry, man, our bad. My king, my king, with a two-inning forty-pitch outing. I think that's of note. Uh, and then low, low leverage. Wandy, come on, Bony. Uh, we're gonna have to talk to him next time. That's not Wandy's game. Wandy needs to feel it. Wandy Peralta does much better coming into bases loaded, no outs than. No outs up six. Um, so they have to go to clay. He throws two bullets and game over. Two pitches. Yeah. Two pitches. How- yeah.
0: He hadn't Lo- thrown more than 24 pitches. He hadn't thrown like you know 38. On, he threw 38 on May 17th. So it's of note for Kinger stretching back out.
1: Loved uh loved how much Paul O'Neill loved that Ruco took the under on the pitches 10 the game. Ah, it's a good one, Brooks. You you had it. Um yeah, I guess I think we're probably going to save it for awards because we, we didn't talk too much about Chapman's appearance, so I'll, yeah. I'll tee that up for later. Uh, but, yeah, that's of note for King. Um, Low-leverage Wandy, and then uh, Stanton, hit, Stanton and Rizzo, they both hit their, like, signature home runs. Rizzo hits the lean back uh, and watch it home run while Stanton hits the line drive, take two cool steps, and, and that's it. Absolutely sat on that curveball. And yeah, I thought judge was going to get one of those. I, I saw Savali twirl a couple up there in the first inning. And I was like, man, if he, if he puts one in the wrong spot, uh, judge, is going to do damage with it. And then he actually is third at bat. He flipped him a couple um, and and Judgey didn't get him. but yeah.
0: So when we did the yes, now we're a little behind the scenes for the people when we went and we, and we posted a behind the scenes on the John boy, Jake TV channel, uh, a little behind the scenes vlog. We now have they're they're allowing us access to their one sheet that the booth gets with all their fun facts and it is amazing. And they said we were only allowed to get it and use it if we give them credit. We would have given them credit anyway, because uh that's pretty petty to not give people credit for things. So shout out to Quags and James Smythe, because I have the whole notes app. I just copy and paste the ones I think I want to share with the audience. So, you know, if you hear me say thanks, Quags, that's what that means moving forward when stan hit that home run now him rizzo and judge all have 20 home runs did you see this stat jake so the yankees two three and four hitters all have over 20 20 home runs or over the rest of the american league only has three players so there's six players in the american league with 20 home runs or more and three of them are the yankees two three four hitters
1: it's uh it's nuts, man, and I mean, Judgey. I'm sure we'll talk about him at some point. He's uh, slowed down for a week or so, which is fine. Uh, well, what Rizzo's done, I mean, Stanton in his slump, uh, casually hit like seven homers. It was just the only thing he hit. Uh, yeah, I, it's part of the reason this team is special. And it dude, how funny is it? The so wait, you're telling me the lefty first baseman that chokes up sometimes between Judge and Stanton Th- that worked? Cause that's the, uh, you know, I, I think you could go back to some, some 2018 talking Yanks episodes and you might get that same scouting report, but uh, we, we didn't expect that these many home runs from Rizzo. You gotta be honest about that. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, they are what they're doing is special and it, it ties into it. And that's, I think it's where you and I get equal parts excited, but equal parts scary because what they are doing is so special that it's covering up other parts of the team that have not been special. They've been in fact below average that if the postseason comes and we know stanton Stanton gets hot and cold, every baseball player gets hot and cold that you can't necessarily lean on that come October.
0: yeah, like when you face good pitchers, we're really leaning on three guys, four guys. Um, and that that can be better. so. Those guys are really good right now, but yeah. Uh, Stan's 100th home run as a Yankee. He's the seventh fastest to 100 home runs as a Yankee. 403 games, so good job, Stan.
1: Gare Gare Bear at number three there. Going to be a great trivia question in future years.
2: Mm
0: Yeah, it's true. Anything else about this game? Game number two with the lineup. I mean, Carpenter and Trevino padding their stats against the pitcher. I love that. Two guys who you know, we'll be getting paid. Yeah. Why not? I think the only pitcher that didn't, that kept Hicks off the bases was Clement.
1: Yeah. He had two walks two for three Carpenter. Unreal. I mean, I don't don't even know where that conversation goes. Um, And Noah Trevino again, went off the position player. That's that chef's kiss.
0: Love it. Love it. He's
1: been hitting the ball hard. I mean, in game, In Houston, he had
0: three hard-hit balls, so still bearing him up. He's on a little bit of a slide right now, too, so they face good pitching. uh, (laughs)
1: Game
0: three or four. Let's kick this one quick. Yeah.
1: Yankees trying to get the sweep in a game where the pitching matchup sounds like a canceled cartoon. Gumby versus Sticks. Jordan Montgomery versus Tristan. McKenzie bottom four. Oh, big Franny Franmill goes yard to make it one. Nothing Cleveland. That would be the only run. Monty gave up five innings pitch one earned run eight strikeouts for Jordan in the eighth Franny again slaps one the other way pushes across Cleveland second run sticks was nails, dude. How about seven innings pitch zero earned run for him, he's a really nice guy. If that makes anyone feel better about the Yankees loss, they lose two nothing. Yankees threw their A team out of the bullpen, Sears to Abreu, but they can't overcome it. Uh Guardians win two-nothing.
0: Thought they were gonna come back and get it at one point. Uh sticks, Tristan McKenzie was pretty good. Him and him and Monty both have the two two of the top five curveballs in the league right now. So it was a curveball off today, like that. Thanks, Quags. Uh, Sticks, Tristan McKenzie came to our Arizona house. There's going to be a video coming out next week or two weeks of uh, he was in our ping pong tournament and uh, I had to face him in in the first game. He played video games with Joes and he also then just hung out for like four hours playing ping pong against uh, like anyone from our office, like producers, editors, playing video games. So Hard for hard not for me not to root for him, even though it's the Yankees. Like I would a lot, you know, a three-two win would have been nice again right. once or twice. But yeah, he was an awesome kid. And uh he's he was nasty. He pitched really well.
1: Yeah, it felt like they kind of they almost had their chance in the first inning. They had three hit hard hit balls and McKenzie, I think he's the number one flyball pitcher in baseball and the Yankees are hitting homers so you always wonder is is that going to be the formula? Uh it backfires then at the end of the day you're like okay, no DJ, no judge. Mm-hmm. Um that 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 always feels a little tough but you know it's kind of this Yankees in the last inning they literally loaded the bases against uh, the guy who just won the the reliever of the month award so uh there's fight uh, you know if if we're losing one game a week that's that's kind of what's happening so um i don't know it felt like a game you could have and you're you're right especially when the guardians they had that base running blunder that's when i fully sat up and i was like oh you can't do that yeah you can't do that and uh they just going to get the the final the final hit to drop to, to make it a little more juicy. Yeah. I mean, you
0: know, when you look at the lineup now, five hole Trevino, six hole Hicks, seven Kiner, eight Gallo, (laughs) maybe not the winning, the winning lineup.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, when you pinch hit DJ, judge and Carpenter, which, okay. Judge is our number one hitter this year. DJ's three or four. Carpenter's probably sneaking up to five or six and you're like, okay, so three of our top six hitters weren't in the lineup today on a getaway day, day game right before the 4th of July off day. It is what it is. You, Jimmy, I told you guys in the office, I don't think I said it on Talking Yanks. I have now become the biggest proponent of double rest days um, ever since our, our upcoming uh, hockey tournament. It'll be coming out soon for you guys, a team double rest day. So uh, if if that's how they sneak an off day for judge as we head towards the middle of summer, I'm fine with it.
0: I'm fine with it at all. The only thing I, I didn't like here is pinch hit for Gallo. Um, let Marwin hit. I know it's lefty for lefty, but pinch it Carpenter or pinch it leave Kiner in because that's what I don't like here. So this is the, the roster construction that they've, they've backed themselves into a corner here. They pin it's, it's Kiner, Gallo, Marwin coming up. They pinch it DJ for IKF because that's infielder for infielder and an easy situation. DJ goes to second, Glaber goes to short. Problem is Marwin's not our backup shortstop anymore. He's a starting he's a he's a floating around. I think he started four of the last five games in the outfield. So we don't have a backup shortstop anymore. So you kind of can't pinch it for IKF anymore. We saw what happened when Glaber goes over to short. That's bad roster construction to have two bad defensive shortstops and, and then your one decent one is now a starting corner outfielder in the rotation out there. They let Gallo hit and then they pinch hit Carpenter for Marwin so now Marwin's out. Instead, let Keiner hit, pinch hit Carpenter pinch hit DJ for Gallo and then move Carpenter move like Marwin around. Uh he was in left field. Gallo's in right field.
1: I think I think you'd ideally pinch it for Kiner and Gallo, and then Marlon yes. can slide to shortstop.
0: Yes. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they messed that up. They they kept in the worst hitter who strikes out on four pitches. The First pitch was a strike, and I'm called it a um, call to the ball. And then they and then they then we Glaber had to play short. It's like you botched that two different ways. Like who's the one yeah. that you don't want to
1: get? It's Gallo. They're not ready to drive the final stake through it yet, but... I've well, they've pinched it
0: for them every other time. It's been late and close, like, in the last two weeks.
1: But I, I don't think they've done lefty for lefty. No, though. no, that's the final now.
0: It's yeah. not a matchup situation. It's just you're not good right now. So right. They, they won't drive that. But I, but that was, like, a, not that it really matters, but that was just a blunder of substitutions.
1: Yeah, and, hey... You sat three of your top six hitters recently. It's a getaway day. You had already won the series after a doubleheader. And the team as a whole had one hit and two errors. So that's yeah. just yeah. not a winning formula. Yeah, And they still had a chance to win at the
0: end. They still had a chance to win it. I mean, the Astros game and this game, they had the tying run at the plate or, or on base. Signature loss. All right let's get into the second half of the show which is the award brought to you by our good friends at manscaped Mm -hmm. cleaning up fourth of july i know jake's got stars and stripes and he did it in the shower with the waterproof skin safe technology in the dark because he doesn't like look at himself naked yet but he did have the led light to shine it, to make sure he knew what he was trimming and how it came out. It's gorgeous. BBD sent me a picture of it and I enjoyed it. You can get the Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 and be just like Jake. And you can use code YANKS to get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Use code YANKS. First award we give out here on talking Yanks is Proud of the Yankees. Proud of the Yankees. Then I get to go first.
1: Right. Sunday.
0: Dude, I haven't thought about this. I thought about other awards. Sure. Um, damn, there's a lot of options, huh?
1: Couple two tree, huh?
0: Dude, fuck it. I'll go Matt Carpenter. Okay. Like Matt Carpenter right now has the highest OPS of all players with 50 plate appearances or more in a landslide. He's hit eight home runs. I know the last one was against a position player, but go get it, Matty. That's more home runs than he hit his last two seasons in the Cardinals combined. He's not using batting gloves. He's got that mustache. I mean, he should be challenging JD for playing time. I think I know that it was interesting because Savali and McKenzie, both have reverse splits. So you would have thought Carpenter would play against McKenzie, but he played against who do I forget who he started against? Savali,
1: Carpenter. He started yeah. against uh, the guy who got called up, right? Pil- not Pilkington, uh, McCarty. He started game one, Carp. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. So, a righty or lefty? Uh, he was righty, right? Yeah, I think so. Check. But anyway, I mean. Uh, Donald. He's a lefty. Team. Sorry. Yeah. that because they did a reverse splits. So they started the lefty versus the lefty and then JD versus uh, Tristan. But if you look at that pitcher and McKenzie's splits, they're reverse pitch split pitchers. Anyway, I'm, I guess quickly platoon them. Would you do that? Or do you, is it more, I, I would understand if someone would say it's more worthwhile just to get JD going. It was his last five hits before today were all doubles. He had like a hit a game in his last four hits. Um, so if someone was to say it's in our better interest to keep Carpenter as a bench piece and and doing it off
1: the bench and starting JD, I would get it. But I think I would platoon him for a little. Well, something of note, James, did you see where Matt Carpenter finished today's game? First, first? right field. Oh, his first appearance in right field since 2014, I think. So I, I don't think that's on the table. I think that was very much more Luke Voigt in right field when he came over. Uh, but here's what I'll say because you, you've been on the Marwin train, uh, and by the way, Mar Marwin's deserved it. Uh, whether shortstop or corner outfield, you you can you can point at a couple specific guys and say he's been better. Um, here's we need to flush out this Matt Carpenter thing, and I it, the question is the how because. Donaldson, he hasn't been bad enough that you punt on baseball. Is a tough sport, his OPS is at 700, he's around league average. The Yankees are paying him a good amount of money. Uh, this is where the business side of baseball comes in. That uh, the, the Yankees aren't going to punt on Josh Donaldson until October if they really need to. Yeah, so, oh if for me, and this isn't necessarily how it works because you got to really start shuffling bodies around, but. If it came down to getting Marwin at bats or Matt Carpenter at bats, get Matt Carpenter at bats because Marwin, end of the day, is going to be Marwin Gonzalez. He's super versatile; he gives you an at bat from both sides. Matt Carpenter may have found something. Uh, I don't think it's a 900 slugging, but like Matt Carpenter, he he's got the story right. Like this is a guy who was a really good baseball player, three time All Star, uh, silver slugger. Like he, he has the resume, uh, couple weird years with, with the Lou, he has a story. He went around a bunch of hitting coach and different hitters to try to figure it out. And man, it looks like he has. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, is, is there a world where Matt Carpenter finds a way as like a starting player in uh, a playoff lineup? Absolutely marwin you could probably say the same but it's very much in a like we need you out there kid where matt carpenter could be our best five six hole hitter on a given day especially if he's anything like this so i you got you kind of have to find out right
0: i agree i want to dial some things back for anyone that might misconstrue what we're saying I, i wasn't saying platoon him with Donaldson at third. Uh, Donaldson, you okay? You got a cramp? Leg cramp. Leg cramp. Donaldson DHs some days. DJ would play third and give Mar- give Carp those DH days. Donaldson's numbers as a DH aren't good, and his, I think his splits against uh, righties aren't good. Or Donaldson's got some splits. So I'm not saying – someone you know said that. D- it's not a
2: D- one for one. Not a one for one defensively.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you're saying is you don't think he'd be the starting every day guy in the postseason, but you're saying there's a world where he starts games like pl- a platoon starter in the postseason. So I just want to make sure people don't think we're saying too far.
1: No, I mean, you, it. he's been so good that you kind of got to find out what's up. And I, I think that's, uh, you know, like like you were saying, Alan Marwin, if it's two out of three games or, or three out of four, something like that to – if you're giving him regular bats and he keeps hitting in this realm, like he's a starter, he's it, you play that guy. So yeah, man. And you know, he's the cool thing about this Yankees that they, they've started to hammer home on the broadcast and every time they talk to a player that they bring it up, but you know, they talk about the professionalism of the Yankees locker room. Everyone does their own business and they carry their thing. Like, I think Matt Carpenter at this point was, you know, earn your keep. If you get one pinch at, hit at bat, you got to make a count. Like he's talk about earning playing time. <laughs>
2: Nuts. Maybe, maybe he gets exposed if he starts playing every day or, or half the games, but these, he's earned the right to find it out. And, you know, yeah. that's
0: what I'm saying about a lot of these. So it's kind of my same argument with Andrew and Gallagher. Like, we've worked. Er- Earn the right to just like see what's going on. Um, most home runs in first 19 games with the Yankees. Number one, Glenn Allen Hill, my guy. Number two, Gary Sanchez. Tied for number two, Matt Carpenter.
1: Pretty wild. Three guys I like. Yeah. Um, Uh, Luke Voigt had seven. He got it going. Remember that?
0: Yeah. It was nuts.
1: Anyone Thanks else? likes Jake. Well, I like my shady rigs and my manscape, but I for my standout performance, I will go to uh, King Nestor. King um, we uh, Nestor had been the like like one of the stories around baseball, right? Like this this guy is leading the Cy Young, and he's he's is is he going to start the All Star game? Uh, his ERA uh, was one five five, I believe, like twelve starts in, and then, um, or his ERA was one five uh, ten starts in, so he goes to Minnesota, and that's not a real place, Jimmy, you know that four point one four earned runs, uh, and then he bounced back against Tampa's five point one one earned run. Uh, Tampa again, 4.14 Houston, five and three, the ERA jumped up full point two, five, one, which again, still an incredible season and in you're through 14 starts, but it, it felt like the pixie dust was wearing off against Cleveland, six innings pitched, pitch one earned run, only three hits, no walks. Like after that first home run uh, for the second batter of the game, he dominated. So uh, that was huge. Cause you, you kind of heard it in everyone's voice. You heard it in Paul O'Neill's voice. Like, is this, you know, it, unfortunately there's been a lot of pitchers in baseball that have had pretty good 10 game runs. Uh, there's not a lot of pitchers that have come out of nowhere to have incredible 33 start runs and, uh, Nestor Nestor gets back on. So that's a uh, huge for him, uh, and huge for like, I don't know. He's part of the team's vibe this year. So, Nestor, Nestor shoves. Good
0: job by Nestor. I'm interested. He he like changed his pitch mix in those those bad couple of games. June June 8th, June 21st. He started throwing the four seamer way more, and I was just trying to dance around and see if that's because of like uh, handedness or of the of those lineups or just like saw tampa bay again didn't want to change it up but he, he went back down to a closer mix between the cutter and the fastball
1: and a flash was on it a couple starts ago that uh hitters were and it, it's so funny like we we play blitz ball in our warehouse and and we notice stuff like this and it's like analy uh, analysis it, Flash was just like hitters are just staying open to the inside cutter because Nestor throws it there like half the time, basically. And if you could get the barrel out, you could, that's how you hit the cutter. Uh, so I, I think hitter started to adjust. He got hit. And now I think he's adjusting back. So that's uh that's, we always hear players talk about that. That it's just constant adjusting uh, unless you're like a Justin Verlander because the sauce works every time. Nestor's got to try some different sauces.
0: The sauce works every time.
1: Nestor uh struck out Jose
0: Ramirez three times in that game. Fun fact from Quags. The last pitcher to strike out Jose Ramirez three times in a single game, Justin Verlander in 2019. Look at that. Um, big first one to get out, out of the
1: Big yeah. one to get out of the inning
2: there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All he right. Also,
2: um, in his last five games, he's given up seven homers he was giving up just so few homers before that it could just be some, it's just evening out, Gave up four homers in the first 10 games of the year. Like, well, that wasn't going to hold up.
0: Yeah. I mean, he started giving up on the cutter, I believe. And that could be what Jake's saying. And that's why he pivoted so much. Um, next award. Isn't a fun one. It's uh you Yankee motherfucker. You
2: Yankee motherfucker.
0: Band-Aid Chapman bad times, man. Uh, you uh three walks, just three uncompetitive walks, and you're out. Didn't even wait for Boone to hand him the ball, just kind of walked off the field. Um, I get it, but you're taking someone's spot. So were well, you not ready? Like, what's going on? What are you protesting low leverage situations? I don't think he's protesting. I don't think he wasn't ready. But like, what's going on? That's just that sucks,
1: dude. Straight fastball command. I mean, that's, it was, it was kind of, it was kind of Chappie's problem before. And, you know, (laughs) you're hate to hate to jump into Yankees analytics again, but you'd like to think the way his rehab start would end would be, can you throw your fastball for a strike? And he, he could not, Uh, he was back to the Chapman. The only pitch he had control was a slider. So he started throwing a ton of sliders and guess what Chappie's 85 mile per hour slider isn't as impressive when you can sit on it and not have to live in fear of a 98 mile per hour fastball. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not going to defend him. That's as bad of a relief appearance in a, in a 10-2 game as you can have. He did. I think there was at least two of them were three, two counts. So if one ends up over the plate um, it's not as tragic, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, trying to build him back up to whatever role uh, as bad of a start as you can do yeah and that that did leave in we
0: didn't talk about the roster funny business to get him on the roster Not funny i mean they said he was going to come up and then they called up sears for the spot start and then they called up um weber and you're like wait i thought chapman was getting activated but then they would have had to make a move so they castros congratulations to castro my baby on paternity leave so they were able to use that and then Marinaccio pitches well, like he looked good, but he's got a dead arm, I guess. Uh, so now he's on the IL and uh, they call Sears back up, which makes it easier for when Castro comes back to not have to get rid of anyone. But they they also, I mean, the DFA Ben Wallace a little bit ago, they trade him to the Pirates. So that's the roster keeping of it all.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say full-blown funny business, but the, the whole Marinaccio thing was bizarre. He comes out, he saves Chapman's ass. And then after the game, they're like, yeah, he's got tired army ass for a little bit. And you're like, I don't know, man. He's, he's been like one of the best relievers in baseball.
0: The only thing that is weird is the, that, that um, Sears like found out in the middle of the night and had to like fly, like all that shit. So, yeah. Um, all right. Do you have an MF?
1: I will. I'll, uh, uh, Joey will get dodged for now because he's just kind of living in an MF life. And I'll I'll go to the other guy. I'll go IKF. Um, IKF roped me in uh for a little bit because hey man, he had about 10 games of defense that it was like, you're making nice plays. You're making the high-level plays we've talked about. Um, yeah.
0: I'll go five. The Oakland series and and then
1: up until today. Okay. Um he had looked good and it was like, okay, you know, I started talking to my baseball brain. Is he getting better? Is he getting more comfortable? Has he, you know, fuck the haters blocking out the noise, AKA talking yanks. Yanks. Um, and then today, I mean, you talk about, you know, our guy JoJo's thinking about a lot of things right now. You see IKF, he feels that grounder mild flaw was running on the pitch. Um, and you see him literally does the tap. He looks at mild flaw. He's, throws it to first and you go, Oh no, uh, you can't have that. Um, and Hey, Glaber, I mean, puts a little cherry on top later in the game that shows that shortstop is a different world. You can't just play that position. Um, and man, I I know he had the one hit that got by the second baseman. If you remember, it took a little funky hop on, on Clement. Uh, but that was his only hit of the series. I think every other at bat, was a ground ball to shortstop or second base. And like now there was one strikeout as well, but at, the at-bats are getting tougher to watch. Um, there's, there's kind of no motive to the at-bats. It's kind of just swing and hope, hope you swing hit a single. Like a little leaguer. So I, uh, I don't know, man, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, So it's the same speech you've given a lot this year. Uh, Nine
0: games without an extra base hit. I think 31 plate appearances. Um, He's getting taken out of games, man. (laughs) Uh, And and some people are saying like, well, he was a stopgap. And it's like, all right, well, cool. That's what we said at the start. Uh, And people told us no, that he was the real deal. And we were like, no, he's a stopgap. Well, well, he stopped the gap. is playing well we have wiggle room let let the kid shine like sure that's what we're saying and it's yeah a, it's it's a it's, world it's, series season so that's not what that's not stopgap time but he was looking better not like smooth but he was making plays but he, he does look better when he doesn't think when he when he has time i mean that was like let the ball play him double pump double pump spike
1: he made, he made his best play of the season in Houston. We didn't, we didn't mention that one. That was that, really, that, diving, really that was, that was a high level play. So, uh, but yeah, man, I, it's kind of goes back to Anahar goes back to whoever you want to see play outfield. Like let's find out about Peraza. Mm-hmm. Like man, Jimmy and I were not, I'm, I'm not betting noodles life that Peraza is the solution. I no prospect in baseball has ever been a bona fide solution, but, uh, the sooner we could find out the better. Cause the trade deadline's coming up and that's where, uh, You know, I I replied to Petriello online today because he was bringing it up. Um, And I don't know. I I think that for shortstop, A, there's not a ton of dudes available. And B, between IKF, Marwin, and Peraza, I will exclude Glaber now after today. I think they think they have some sort of solution at shortstop. Because, going back to what I said before, the Yankees front office right now is saying we've put together a super team that if IKF is the weakness, I think they think the rest of the team can overcome that. Um, or, I mean, maybe they would go nuclear and it's Marwin uh, if if they truly get to the end of the season and we haven't found out about Peraza. But, yeah, I mean, Peraza, go look at the stolen base numbers. Joe's McFly randomly posted some, some of his highlights the other day. Uh, there's some eye test stuff there, and it's it's a little bit of of you don't know what you don't know, but I don't know. I, let's find out because I I know what IKF is. He's played exactly to his baseball card, like to a T. That okay, I know what that is. If we really want to tap into that later on in the season, we it's ready. If if Marwin looks bad, but why not find out? why not find out i
0: agree i agree the offense is uh, your defense would need to be great if the defense was great and you didn't have to worry about it like you didn't like you knew that he wasn't spending any mental capacity on the defense like squid uh you know like you just he was just great then i think you'd say hey let's try taking a couple pitches. But I feel like if they're giving him any instruction or feedback right now, it's a sure up that D.
1: Well, and that's kind of, I got roped in a little bit because I was like, you know what? Maybe he's at the plate. He's kind of came to grips with what he is because, you know, there was a whole swing revolution thing before the season. He bailed on that pretty quickly. But, you know, the double play today, was nice. Like he, you know, didn't think twirled it to Glaber. The play against Houston was really good. Uh, He had a couple good ones that I was like, all right, maybe he just snapped and he's like, I'm going to go on defense and that's it. Um, But then, yeah, you see that one today and you just, you know, that, that 10th inning error a couple series ago, you just, you can't do that. Marwin Gonzalez doesn't do that. Yeah. Got to make the routine ones. All right, let's
0: rip off some awards. I got some. I got a quick one here. As, quick uh, awards. I want to get out of here. I'm giving out the Cut It Out award.
1: Cut it out, Joey. No, no, no. No, that's not my guess. I'm talking about the TV show. Oh, yeah, that's his signature move. Yes, yes. Um, what are you cutting out, dude? Are you cutting out um carbs? Are you cutting out? Cutting out Ryan Weber. Dude,
0: yeah, I didn't watch. I told my dad, I said, you watch this. Right. Um, we were enjoying the game together. He said, Why? I said, I can't watch that guy pitch.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I heard he got three fly ball outs, so that's great.
1: I might um next time you and me play blitz ball against each other, I might copy his motion just to get into your head. Zo. So. Ha hey,
0: zo so throws like that. Zo so throws um no garrett cole man he threw one cutter went for a home run in the first inning didn't throw a single cutter again (laughs) that's the one cutter he threw in that game and i think uh we've seen him over the course of this season kind of be like yeah cool cutter everyone's everyone's doing cutters cool i'm gonna do a cutter too um and then uh lately it's been like yeah maybe i fuck that cutter thing. I'm out. He just one cutter home run. Boom. You telling me this cutter is just a little bit worse version of my fastball. And I'm like, yeah, a little bit. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna stop throwing that. So I'm interested to see if it's done for good, or if it's a game to game batter to batter situation, but I did find it funny. You tweeted about it. And then I went back after the game and looked at it. Like how many did he end up throwing? He's was like, Nope, that was it. <laughs> did not throw it again.
1: Paul O'Neill, he obviously has his moments of brilliance. He uh, Basically what you just said, he goes, you know, Cole's cutter, uh, just a bad fastball. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Uh, You know, maybe Cole and his arm slot. You know, I'm a big arm slot guy. I think that's why Mariano had the best cutter ever. I think it was tuned. His arm slot was tuned for a cutter. Cole, Cole maybe try that sinker stuff. Have you seen what Clay Holmes has been about? Like you throw that hard. You're you're kind of the same body type. Like what why not, not? He doesn't why not lean a, in. He doesn't throw
0: a change up either. So I I he might not just be a pronator guy. Like he throws a changeup a little bit, but like he might just not have that motion. Some people like David Cohn, he said I was a natural pronator guy. So I was two seam. I was change up. And then the curveball was so different, but he wasn't like slider cutter was. So maybe well, that's Cole's just got a change up. No, he doesn't throw it a lot. He's kind of, that was like last year's new pitch that he kind of like every now and then he brings it out, but
1: I mean, it's really, gotta be a lefty. It's gotta be a lefty's only pitch for him. Right.
2: His changeup. Yeah. Like lefties ahead of the can.
0: Uh, yeah. It's, it's lefties only, but he, but he, he, he doesn't, he's, he was through it more a couple of times last year, but. It's not that much anymore. He's really the third pitch, I think, has been the curveball, which last year he scrapped, but he kind of has gone back to just being a fucking fastball slider pitcher these last couple starts.
1: It's a decent formula. Yeah. Um, decent
0: formula. So the cutter might be gone. One page says he threw two. Another page said, oh, he threw two. Or no, one. One page said he threw two and another page I thought said he threw one. I don't know. Cut it out. It out. Uh, Jimbo. Two pit, two, 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 my bad. He threw two. We got one swing Homer out.
1: Still a bad ratio. You know? Your First award. James. My first award yeah is the uh the thanks for tuning in award oh
0: thanks for tuning in thanks for tuning in is gonna go to Noodle.
1: jordan montgomery Ooh, monty would not like our show um and either with this guy, uh, it's going to DJ Lemayhew, uh, Jim, a couple, couple ebbs back. I said, you know, DJ, the on-base stuff is cool and all. Um, but, but daddy wants you to put a couple more charges into the ball. Uh, and he did, he, he had the, the home run, uh, in the first game uh recently you know the whole month of june we we talked about it he almost won our hot wood award prestigious um but recently you know the uh, the on base percentage stuff has been really cool and in front of judgy i mean you can't ask for more um you know his month of june was incredible in the last nine games uh 310 474 991 so you know, we, we've kind of run away from juice ball DJ and OPS. Like, you know, I was looking for a little bingo. He's starting to hit the ball a little more. Uh, I think pitchers were surprised that he was taking so many walks, which Hey, in front of big Aaron judge, that's not bad, but DJ's starting to hit a little more. I love it. Uh, when he's at his best at the top of our lineup, that's when the Yankees are at their best. Um, and yeah, he's, he's got a, I think we're gonna see a little more pop from DJ.
0: Good to Warden. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning he in, DJ. He didn't tune in. He didn't tune in.
2: Oh no.
1: He might watch floorball though. No, we shouldn't do one in the offseason, have him play. He'd come play. he DJ LeMay he would rip shots at me
0: for yeah. hours. Yes. Hours He'd get lost. His wife would be mad at us. Yeah. What's your final award? My final award is the...
1: Okay. Carpenter times 10 award. Carpenter times 10 award, the Carpenter times 10 award. Um, okay. It's going to Josh Donaldson. No Carpenter
0: three time. All-star great player rejuvenating. Yes. hitting more home runs, getting better. It's great. It's fun. 50 plate appearances Rizzo is on pace for 42 home runs yeah he is on pace to have a season he hasn't had in a while from 2014 to 2019 he averaged 30 homers and 99 rbis right he's at 22 and 52 right now so like his resurgence has been pretty wild as well he looks thinner he looks more um like aggressive in big spots. My dad loves watching him play. And so do I, because he's like, he wants to beat you with his brain more than his body. And I said, I was talking to my dad. He was like, he was trying to, he was talking about the difference between Donaldson and Rizzo. He's like, Donaldson just wants to master and like, Donaldson wants to beat you with his mechanics. Yes. Like he's like a, like I studied the tape. I had built this swing and science knew and Rizzo doesn't i don't think he doesn't care he just wants to whatever i need to do to get a hit i'll just fucking do it i'll put my elbow over the dish and then i'll just smack this fastball i'll inch further i'll inch back like he's just kind of gonna beat you with instincts or his game which is a really fun thing to watch but quags had all these notes for us man he had a 139 ops plus for six seasons uh now he's on mark for 142 so 2020, 2021, Rizzo, people thought was going the other way, and he's like shooting right back up. It's wild.
1: It's pretty nuts. I mean, I you never know. Again, Matt Carpenter, you mentioned him, whether it's retooling your swing or viewing the game differently. Uh, or, you know, just the environment you're playing in, like he feels rejuvenated by the Yankees, you know, his his final time on the Cubs, it was a very much a different Cubs team. The sample we got of Rizzo felt weird. He got COVID. It looked like it drained him of his, of his powers a little bit. And I think it's funny, you know, if we went back and we listened to the, uh, the PPP on Rizzo, um, you know, I, I think we looked at some of the Yankee stadium stuff and we were like, you know, I think 30 could be in the realm. I mean, the guy's on pace for forty. Uh, he's on pace for forty-four. So, pretty nuts. Um, have I told you my? Uh, I have a new Rizzo Judge theory. Rizzo yeah. loves Rizzo loves Judge. They're always hanging out in the dugout. When Rizzo came to the office, I asked who like who are your dudes on the team. First name out of his mouth was Judge. I think Anthony Rizzo loves baseball. I don't think that's a hot take. I think Anthony Rizzo is the first teammate or Aaron judge is the first teammate Anthony Rizzo's ever had that Anthony Rizzo is like, you're a better baseball player than me. Oh, wow. Like he's played with, he's played with great baseball players, Javi Baez, Chris Bryant, um, you know, Wilson Contreras. But I think Rizzo at the end of the day was like all around baseball player. Like I'm, I'm better than these guys. I think he's seen like what judge is doing and he's like, you're better than me. And that's cool. Well,
0: and he's he's going to hitting lessons with Judge's hitting coach and shit like that. I have this screenshot of Judge and Rizzo that I haven't found the right time to drop it yet. I I need like I need like a closer to come in and you know, Judge gets on, Rizzo it's a homer, they both get him, and then I can just say, That's that's who you sent out to face us, because they just look so like uninterested, slash intimidating, slash right. like you thought you were going to win?
1: Like judge is kind of giving him the, like, I will kill you. And Rizzo's like, yeah, he will kill you.
0: Yes. Like, why, why'd you guys fucking show up? Yeah. So I got to drop that at some point. So okay. good screenshot I got.
1: You half kind of did.
0: No, it didn't work. Okay. All right.
1: You got an award? Oh my God. I've got to go again. Um the so. most I always the forget. Most, the most prestigious award of the show, too. I had one lined up. Uh, where am I going? What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, where was it? What's that guy's name? Is he still on the team?
0: No, it's
1: not. Yo, oh, the it's boys nuts. from Sumter, dude. The best, the biggest,
0: the best Fourth of July in Sumter history.
1: The boys from Sumter.
0: Yeah, Monty um, and Steers shared the mound today. Sumter boys.
1: Dude, I had. Do Add an award where'd it go? Oh, I'm so mad. I'm mad. The B, I'm, the TBFS award, dude. There was some. Did I pull? I got so distracted by Rizzo. Now I'm back on LeMayhew. Um,
0: do you think maybe it was the Hicks because he's he's like fine lately? Made a good play in center. He has, like, the 27th highest on-base percentage in baseball.
2: Who was I going to give it to? Oh! Mike King pitched a lot. Dude, I found it. I I found found it. it. Because I was
1: excited. Uh, Jim, I'm going to go with the home is where the hearth is award. Paul O'Neill. Close. Surprisingly close. It's going to the entire AL East. Um, You know, Jakey Stats got in the books today and tweeted it out. In the American League, there are eight teams with a winning record at home. The Houston Astros, sure. The Guardians and the Twins, two teams in the Central. And then the entire American League East, including your Baltimore Orioles, have a winning record at home this year. And I want to tie it together because, Jim, we've talked so much about this magical Yankee season. How good are the Yankees? They're so good. Are they going to challenge the 2001 Mariners for the most wins? Jim, the year the Mariners in 2001 had all those wins, their division stunk. They had a 20-game lead out of June. The Yankees are playing in the best division in baseball and doing this. So uh, a little shout out to the ALEs for being so good. And it kind of needs to be noted now when we talk about how good the Yankees have been, that their division is insane. It's not just the Yankees. If you took the Yankees out, there's still an argument that they're one of the best divisions in baseball. Billy Crystal with those Ellie hands there.
0: Still fooling him. An investor in John Boy Media, Billy Crystal,
1: Sergio Romo.
0: I haven't read this book of his, but Seven Hundred Sundays by Billy Crystal is a great book if you're looking for a summer read and you like family and 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 wholesomeness. Seven 70- hundred. Enjoy 700, yours, everybody. hundred. We'll see Sundays, you Tuesday. Yeah, thanks. We'll see you Tuesday. Go Yanks. Enjoy your fourth.
1: Wrong let's go Yankees let's go Yankees <laughs>